Hello everyone, this is Shaza. And this is Tia. You're listening to another episode of a Sunday Thing podcast where we have beautiful things to talk about on a Sunday. I guess when you decided to choose this topic on humidity, I thought it was so different from our previous recordings, our previous topics, because most of the recordings, well, most of the topics that we did was or were mostly about ourselves, right? Improving ourselves and everything. And then it comes to this topic. When I think about humility, I think about the fact that I don't know anything lah about about anything lah. Macam I even macam speaking right now, talking about humility <laughs> makes me rasa I don't know what I'm talking about, and it's okay. So let's just start with that lah. The fact that everything that we've talked about before was, or the things that we're gonna be talking about after this is a simple uh, reminder lah. I think a reminder to me that there are so many things, there are so many other things that I need to learn more of. And the things that we've talked about, the things that we're going to be talking about is not even, it it doesn't even encompass the whole knowledge of the topic lah. So I think just starting with humility. I, um... Growing up, right, I feel that it's not like I was raised being um, entitled or arrogant. But I think I have always felt like I know what I'm doing with my life. Or at least I've never felt any form of failure until I stepped into the adulthood life. lah. <laughs> I don't know if it was innocence or purity or simply ignorance, but I think the first moment or the first instance where I completely felt like I needed to surrender to Allah was when I was at my low- one of my lowest points lah in my life, which was in 2017, I think, because I completely felt hopeless lah with my direction in life. I didn't know what to do. I was unemployed. I didn't know who I was lah. I was searching for myself even though in people people's perception I would seem as if I'm successful because I had already my degree and whatnot. But at that time I was I not aligned to my true purpose in life lah. So I think that was the beginning of my search for the meaning of life or so called the until now I mean, I know, I know my purpose in life, lah. Basically, I'm uh, a, a servant to Allah. I am His uh, hum. Apani, I am just His hamba. I am just another human being living in this world, <laughs> trying to attain His reda. But I think um, I only knew, I only surrendered to Allah completely somehow recently. <laughs> Maksudnya completely 100% because in life right sometimes you experience things and then you think you surrender to Allah completely you in other in in other words you give funny you are in complete tawakkul to Allah you completely give every decisions that you make to is based on your belief in Allah 
the belief that it was because of my own effort, not because Allah gave it to me. Lah. I had this realization when I was traveling, just experiencing the feeling of complete surrender atau was the best feeling ever because you no longer try to fight against yourself. Because for me, honestly, for the past two years, I've been fighting against myself. Lah. Like fighting in trying to believe in myself and trying to pursue success in my life. But then it, I think it got to a point where I got tired, I guess. <laughs> I got tired of trying to prove to somebody or trying to prove to myself lah, that I... I'm something, but then it got to a point like, you know what, I'm gonna try to be the best person that I can to serve other people because my worth isn't um, isn't in how I prove to other people ka, or how I see myself. Lah. And a lot of that comes from my experience working as a customer service lah, and dealing with a lot of different kinds of people. And dealing with a lot, lots of kind of angry people also, <laughs> and a lot of really gave me that emotional pain. Are actually the things that made me more humble, lah. Because when you're dealing with a lot of angry people, when you're dealing with a lot of defensive people, you tend to feeling to be defensive and to to make sure that you are right, you are in the right when. In the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, it's okay if you don't win the argument. Lah. I think that's my biggest, one of my biggest realizations. After working for a long while in dealing with people, lah, customer service especially, and knowing that everything that happens to you isn't that person. Um, when I was a kid, I used to think humility, uh, I used to create this sentence. I said, humility is not you looking down on yourself because that's such mm. um, self-insecurity. Mm. Uh, humility is not you looking down mm. on yourself. Humility is um, you not looking high on other people and yourself as well. And so nobody is higher than anybody else and nobody is lower. When we have pride, we tend to look at other people in this very narrow mindset. We control We define them based on what we perceive. We don't understand that they oh. are human beings like us. Yeah. We don't have that sense of oneness, right? Mm. Mm. So we disrespect them. There's mm. no sense of respect mm. because they, we, we see them like, ah, lower than me. So, yeah. mm. And then like, this kind of perspective in it, like, it's really controlling yeah. on our side. It's really biased and narrow. Because we want to view them that way, in that sense. Because we want to feel yeah. good about ourselves. Yeah. So, instead of doing that, we have to acknowledge yeah. the fact that other people have rich lives as much as we do. I really like this quote by David Foster Wallace. He's a very um, renowned writer mm -hmm. um, of Infinity Jest. He said, I just think to look across this room and automatically assume that somebody else is less aware than me or that someone, somehow, their interior life is less rich and complicated and acutely perceived than mine makes me not a good writer. Mm. I think Macham, that thing sums mm. up how you perceive yourself as well. 
macam atau like he's a humble writer when he says that because he sees other people the same as him that's humility right you don't see is it, do you agree with that humility as in you don't see anybody lower yeah, yeah. than you you just see macam everybody tu macam sama saja semua nobody is higher above anybody else cuma Allah yeah. saja so it's like yeah, yeah. humility is like submitting yourself to nothing yeah. else but Allah I think also humility is a point where you stop comparing yourself with other people and then you realizing that you being humble isn't you being inferior from other people. It's as simple as the question is, who do you feel inferior to? Is it to human being or to your creator? Mm. Because sometimes... I I I think I've experienced this false humility, false sense of humility. Sometimes you think, for instance, when you're trying to hide yourself from everybody else, for example, even though you know when if you put yourself forward in the public it could be a good thing, but then you are against it because you don't want to put yourself out there. That was to me was a false humility. I felt so before this I had this thing called um imposter syndrome <laughs> as most writers experience or wha- whatever lah what who what artists experience imposter syndrome it's like what imposter syndrome means is that you think you are a fraud you are a fraud it's like when you you're scared that one day people might expose you of becoming this um not a writer but you're just a fraud you're nothing <laughs> so atela so i think um that was a very self-centered statement because you're still thinking about yourself in that sense um humility to me is about not so much on thinking about yourself but how you are i guess in harmony with your environment and i think i've learned that from the that talk that i shared with you about what the so okay that's really difficult it's really difficult like, to define what humility is but in the simplest um meaning i can say for us muslims it would be uh to surrender to completely surrender yourself lah in front of allah despite any decisions that you make which brings me okay which brings me to an ayat that i was reflecting upon when i was traveling home uh surah al-baqarah uh, ayat 216 where it says you may like something that is good for you you may like something but that which may not be good for you or that you may hate something which may be good for you i think i only say that it has anything to do with humility because of the experiences that i've had with myself and my career and my life lah i think i was at that time the reason why i had that realization I had the realization because 
I was reflecting upon the things that has happened in my life lah, and how Allah has planned my life beautifully in order to achieve, in, in order to reach to a point where I finally understand the meaning of humility in my own understanding. Because sometimes, if you, everybody has, I think everybody has their own experience, right, to understand the true meaning of humility. But I think I found a piece of that puzzle <laughs> while I was reflecting upon this ayat lah. Because sometimes if you cannot, let's say if you are in a state of defensiveness, right, to accept your fate, you may not understand this ayat that is relating to you, not tafsir, like reflecting on how this re- ayat relates to you. Because we say this a lot, right, Tia? We, we hear this a lot. We listen to this ayat a lot we get this kind of reminder a lot but do we really uh, internalize it in our life like do we really we, are we humble enough to accept what Allah has decided for us do we really accept the fact that whatever we may hate may actually be good for us you know what I mean so I think be- <laughs> I think I had this I I've realized this because this year especially I've been tested with a lot of things personally and with my life lah. And I started to question a point in my life where I started to ask when am I when is this gonna end? When am I going to get out of this cycle? Lah? So and then I started blaming I don't I I never blamed um Allah directly. I just felt like I blamed myself so much to a point where I got tired and then uh, and then I think because I was fighting against myself la I was resisting against the change that I needed to make to my in my life because I thought I knew already what I needed to do but at that time I had no idea and when you realize that simple fact that you have no idea you ha- you have no I- you you may not know any answer to anything that you've been finding in your life and it's okay i find much i find it so liberating to know much to understand the fact that i you know what i don't know anything walaupun i've learned a lot walaupun i've um i've worked for two years walaupun i've experienced so many things but you know what i don't know anything if even if people call me like uh, stupid ka or like you don't know what you're doing Shaza I'm okay with it right now because it has come to a point like yeah I don't know anything and I'm okay with it <laughs> so that's why much when I had um recently when an, I had an assessment to attain my and uh, master's degree when I, I I wasn't anxious not because much I was confident in myself but because I knew I had prepared enough I knew that the only thing that I can do is try my best and leave everything else to Allah. Not in a very and not in a state where I think macam as compared to before lah, as compared to before I never really understood that meaning of leaving everything to Allah until I was there and actually macam even when people criticize me I think um even when we are in a state of hijrah, in the journey of hijrah, mm-hmm. it is so, so important 
to have a sense of humility with yourself. Yeah. Because I think humility is the like requirement for you to attain any kind of knowledge. Yeah. If you're not hum- humble, you think that, oh, I don't need this. When the one that you referred to, the ayat, mm. you just... Because humility is also like you sacrificing your own ego, your yeah. se- own self-importance, uh, your view of your self-importance. And any self-importance of your own views drop. Yeah. So when you're humble, all of that is aside. So you're more receptive and you're more willing to look stupid ka, like look in order to learn. Yeah. So yeah, basically. Yeah. We don't put ourselves we don't put ourselves in a certain type of image. You're just a clean slate. Um, yeah, I think when it comes to attaining knowledge, humility, you need to have humility. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, speaking pasal hijrahani, oh my gosh, I remember the first time when I, oh, the face when I started to return back to Allah lah. I think I, maksudku, I wasn't, you know, I was, Really gawat lah dulu lah, basically ah. Wasn't an obedient Muslim, whatever you may call it. But, oh my God, macam masa I first started like wearing hijab and then trying to attain knowledge. You know, you feel excited the first time when you got that taste of sweetness, right? Of iman and everything. When you started to, yeah, attain knowledge and everything and you kind of feel... You start to build this defensiveness in yourself because you're trying to prove to other people... This is the Apani Islam is the the right religion and everything lah whatever. Um, and then when I moved to UK, I think I had a right I had the right intention to spread the beauty of Islam right to non-Muslims and whatsoever. Tapi I think at that time I was still so pure and innocent, so ignorant. Um, I was talking to this person. Uh, he was. A British uh, boy. He was a British guy, lah. And we were talking at this international. I think lunch, lah. We had a lunch, international lunch, and he was actually really bubbly person. And then I, and then he came to me asking me about questions and everything, and I basically shot a few. <laughs> things about Islam and hashtag da'wah done, whatever you may call it. Macam to a point where he felt intimidated. And then Lapasatu I felt so remorseful about my actions because I was so I think that was like the big one of the my biggest mistakes lah at the earlier stage of returning back to Allah. Because you know you were excited. You think you know everything, right? You think um I should be spreading this to everybody around me like like it's as 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 if you know so much, and then after that I felt this regret la in my heart, and then I started reflecting upon myself like why did I say that? <laughs> because I was too excited to share about Islam kan, tapi I think it was like a really 
inappropriate time lah, you know. And I've learned my lesson. After that, I I started to tone down lah a bit, and started to like treat people as a human being <laughs> rather than much of a point like I'm gonna convert this person to Islam or something like that lah. And I think it was a good experience in a way. I still remember it and remind myself like, hidayatu. It's not my it's not my decision wah to give people the guidance, but it's Allah. So I think that was one of my uh, immature, immature experience lah. Um, as a person who's trying to still seeking for guidance from Allah, and I think yeah, as you said, when you want to attain knowledge, it's so important to be humble and to accept the fact that you have no, uh, you know nothing lah in the beginning, and that's why you are seeking knowledge kan kalinda then. What is your intention then? Is it to debate with other people? Is it to like prove to yourself that you're right? If that is the intention, then you have t- we have to correct lah our intention. Our intention to seek knowledge. It's not because we want to be right. We want to be. We we want to prove to other people. It's because we purely want that light lah. Because I feel. No, knowledge is light. It's a cahaya. So if you want, if we want it to enter our heart, not just our into our head, but into our heart, we have to purify ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important to be humble, because like some even kami belajarkan, even when we study all this knowledge, it doesn't necessarily will come into our hearts, because how we understand it, hidayah comes from Allah. And when you compare it with a person who has studied the religion for thousands of years, yeah. and with a person who studied it only baru in one night, and hidayah comes yeah. easier for the later, yeah. which is which I'm, you feel humbled because it really is out of your control. All this hidayah, a lot of things in life is out of your control, so you have Absolutely. no. Right to feel pride at all. You were born in this environment with a house, with a good family, good house. Alhamdulillah for everything. All this riziki. There's absolutely no reason to justify our pride. And I think the closer to nature we are, the more humble. Because I think nature teaches us a lot about being humble. Yeah, it's really symbolic. Um, because we see all these trees and all these natural landscapes, they've been there for thousands of years, and they've mm-hmm. contributed a lot to humanity. And yeah. you, you compare your life to nature, even if yeah. you're you're being, um, even if you being wiped away from the universe at that instant nature will still follow its course the universe will still not bat an eye right so that feeling of smallness in comparison to nature makes you feel humble yeah there's a lot of things that you can learn from nature and also so from water yeah yeah the the video that i showed you uh that 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 talk by raymond raymond thing where he speaks about what the I really I that, that is one of my favorite TED talk lah I, I save it in my 
YouTube account. Um, he actually read this book by Ta uh, Ta Ching, yeah. And one of the poems, I really love this. Um, so I'm g- I'm just gonna read this out. The supreme goodness is like water. It benefits all things without contention. In dwelling, it stays grounded. In being, it flows to depths. In expression, it is honest. In confrontation, it stays gentle. In governance, it does not control. In action, it aligns to timing. It is content with its nature and therefore cannot be faulted. Oh, that's so beautiful. So, <laughs> isn't it so beautiful? Which I'm like how water just flows according to gravity <laughs> and from river to sea without resisting against it. So I think it's so beautiful. Because mm. sometimes, like, especially, right, we live in today's world where everything is so quick. Changes are just happening around us um, without us even realizing it sometimes just as you said reflecting ourselves and being closer to nature can actually pull us back to becoming this human humans I know lah our fitrah like being humble again lah and just comparing ourselves with the nature is one of the things that really I think will make us even more humble and my goodness like water I just it just gives me so much joy knowing that we just have to stop resisting I think we just have to stop fighting against people and ourselves and only then things will start to come into your lives naturally and it will flow to you like water so basically yeah that's why yeah from Surah Fusilat Ayat 39. It says, Among his signs is that you see the earth laid bare, and then when we send down water on it, it quivers and swells. And um, this is a book from Humility in Prayer by Ibn Rajab Al Hanbadi. Mm-hmm. Um, he relates this ayat with how the state of our hearts. Is like barren earth. And when water is poured on it, it quivers and swells. The meaning of its quivering and swelling is that its barrenness and stillness, which is crucial, and in, in its place, vegetation grows. So when you let yourself be humble, like the barren earth, same applies with our hearts when it is in kushok, i.e. humble, and and water is poured down to the hearts, so it's more easier for it to quiver and swell. I think it says it. it I think that summarizes the fact that macam nature tu pun tunduk kepada Allah dan what how more apa talagi kita nature basically. So um, yeah, speaking about knowledge ani also. So there's this Imam Malik bin Anas. So. A, a, an anonymous person came to him to ask 40 questions about Islam, basically. And the interesting part about this was that 
he only answered four questions out of 40 and he said i don't know to other 36 questions <laughs> isn't that crazy maksudku not crazy lah i think isn't that humble macam he's a scholar for goodness sake if we if in to, in today's world right macam people young people like us i don't know somebody who's probably learned a theory about something and then somebody ask them the question they would probably answer they would probably try to answer everything and not even apa rasa macam they they have rasa macam they have the need to answer every question but this really humble scholar answered i don't know <laughs> and i just i just find this really amazing lah because you just because you know something it doesn't mean that you know everything lah and i think it's okay if you say i don't know and humility is just it says he, humility is half of the knowledge that you already have so i think that's really nice lah to know and it's a, re- a reflection of who we are as a person who is constantly trying to seek knowledge it's really important to stay humble so that knowledge can enter not just our head but our mind so i think that's the sharing lah for that story but i think i think it's a learning i think it's a process lah in life I still am trying to understand lah what humility is, but I know for a fact that as long as we are humble in front of Allah and knowing that we don't control anything, we don't own anything, I think that's enough to internalize lah. In I know, I think it's really difficult lah to find the practical steps. But I think the first thing that we can start doing is actually asking for help from people if you're struggling. I think that's my biggest weakness lah dulu. I always thought that I needed to be independent and always need to get things done on my own. But then when I realized like I can't do everything all by myself and finally need and seek for help lah. Especially when it has something to do with my health, my mental health or my physical health, anything lah. That actually brought me the events that brought me down to my knees actually made me want to seek for help. That was actually a first practical step that led me to even become a more humble person. Because sometimes when you think that you know everything, when you think you can be in control of everything, when you try to be more successful as a person or whatever, you become this person who is so unkind, not to other people but to yourself. And then you become so resistant against your own weaknesses, and you def you deny your own weaknesses lah because you think your weaknesses and flaws actually make you less worthy as a person when those are the things that actually are important in your life to make you feel humble. Because if we have everything in life, and if we think about Iblis laha, the incidents of Iblis and Nabi Adam alaihi salam, 
he wasn't iblis wasn't and he it's not like he did not believe in it's it's not like he didn't believe in allah it was because his arrogance that actually made him made iblis um made allah become displeased with iblis he yeah it's not because he didn't believe in allah it was because he was arrogant so that's why and he didn't want to make sujud to adam alayhi salam when allah directed him to that actually took him out of the heaven and made him made iblis go to hell so i think just the realization that as a person of course lah macam as 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 an as a muslim sometimes it's not because you're not doing the right thing but sometimes we don't realize the things that we do it's our arrogance lah that is actually making us not it's not because of our own good deeds that are actually making us so far away from allah it, probably it's because of our, the arrogance that we have in our hearts lah so when i realized that i needed help in a lot of things in my life when i stopped thinking that i'm completely independent i became i felt more liberated lah feeling that macam actually there are so many people who wants to help me you know or who really genuinely wants me to be happy to grow and whatever i think it's just sometimes we forget that we need help lah <laughs> from people it's true it's true pula sometimes yes we uh, the, the the ultimate one who is in control is of course allah tapi there's a reason why we live in a community lah there's, there's there's a reason why we live with people no matter how introverted of a person you can be or no matter how much you dislike people that being me dulu i d- i never enjoyed being around orang honestly if i'm being honest i i've always preferred being independent and alone lah but i realized macam that was the thing that actually built so much open a, a, a really high wall to put a barrier for me to reach out to more people who actually needs help so yeah just the first step is to actually ask for help <laughs> i think it makes you more humble atula <laughs> even like right now kan dulu as compared to myself dulu i would delay in asking for help i'm not ask, i'm not saying macam you should be asking you you should be taking people for granted obviously not but then when other people you know this person who's willing so much to help you you have to accept the fact that just accept what that help because then it will apparently it will actually help you to be a better person and i'm one example who actually resist resistant lah against that help because i think i know everything and when i realized which i don't know anything i need help in so many other aspects <laughs> in life um i think i know everything i i, I thought i know everything it time i was so unhappy but then when i surrendered that to other people and let's say in in a job lah i delegate that to other people who might be smarter than me i became a lot happier because I'm focusing on the things that is my strength, you know, and u- utilizing my strength at its best. Not because I think I'm better than anybody, but I'm utilizing my strength in order to help a cause or in in a sense which I'm where I work lah to 
to help people to help people to read the Quran for example so I think when you start to decentralize yourself and not think about only yourself lah in 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 something in in a family or in a relationship or in a career um things will start to change lah around you you know you don't have to control things because because that's what your role is lah in that relationship you know you don't have to be everything to everybody and i think it goes back to our topic hari tu pasal it's okay to say no <laughs> being humble enough to say no and to actually ask for help is one of the best thing that you can ever to do yourself lah it's not it's not really because of, because you don't know anything or because you're stupid or anything it's just that there are some other person who's better at it than you who can actually keep the motion of the organization or the job or the the family going then you're actually doing the right thing lah yeah and when you start asking for help kan and when you start actually practicing this feeling of macam um it's okay to s- to know nothing it's okay to not know everything you become a better listener you become a better student because you realize you have so much so many things that you need to learn lah from other people from other teachers because you're in a state of surrender right like the water you're ex- you're ready to accept things you're ready to uh accept the knowledge from whatever thing lah that you're going for and and when you do that i feel that the right people will start attracting uh, any, the right people will start coming to your life lah yeah, you don't have to prove yourself to other people who don't really <laughs> who don't really actually matter in the end of the day i think humility is basically is one of the foundation of it's a virtue okay it's one of the virtues in life lah that we should start being aware of or try to implement more lah in our lives sometimes it's we don't really realize what makes us humble or how to be more humble i think the experiences that we go through lah like you said before macam when you feel like you're at the lowest point in your life and when you realize you don't know anything or when you just completely surrender to Allah that's when you will start to become a more better a better version of yourself a better a better person a better daughter a better mom a better wife husband spouse whoever you are lah because you're not fighting anymore against anybody <laughs> but you're ready to embrace whatever may come your way and ready to accept all the goodness or the hardships in your life because in the end of the day as we it, it all goes back to this the ayat of the day um something that you may like may not be good for you and something that you like may not be actually good for you for our next podcast we'll be talking about how to be happy see you next week